now is the part where school was over for me. I didn't have a clue what I was going to do with my life. My hard-earned but seemingly useless degree. Feeling disappointed with myself and being confused about what was next triggered the worst period of anxiety and depression I ever had. My thoughts were filled with questions about what the fuck I would do next. But I was also being extremely hard on myself and didn't really have the motivation or self-esteem to do anything to fulfill my goals. So then the worst depression and anxiety of my life happened, leading to what was the worst experience of my life. I was having a lot more mental breakdowns and anxiety attacks than usual, spent a lot of time crying. Like Most days I would cry. Um, At this point, it was really easy for me to start crying. And even though at this point I had depression for years, I never really cried too much to the point where it was constant and out of control. This meant I was having problems in all my close relationships, especially with my family and my boyfriend at the time. I started feeling suicidal quite badly, mainly because I felt like I had no purpose, that I wasn't going anywhere in life, and that the world would be better off without me. Those are common thoughts for people that often feel suicidal. I thought no one cared about me, that I would never be good enough, and... I don't know what that means, but I just always had this thing in my head that I wasn't good enough and that nobody cared and it just wouldn't go away. I couldn't shake those thoughts out of my brain. So one day after an emotional argument with my boyfriend at the time, that was partly about a relationship, but mostly about my feelings of worthlessness and insecurities, I decided I was done and I was going to end my life. So I won't go into detail to avoid triggering kind of myself or anyone, but I began to self-harm worse than ever before, and I eventually ended up taking um, a ton of pills. I, I put a ton of pills in my mouth with the intention of swallowing them. I ended up spitting most of them out, thankfully. So it was almost as if the second that I came close to ending my life, and it could have almost been a reality was when I decided that wasn't the best option. I spent the rest of the day in total shock and completely emotional. I cried for the most part of the next 24 hours after that. And at at that time, my boyfriend had seen all this and was traumatized, understandably. He tried to stay and listen and wanted to make sure I was safe. And then he decided he needed space and time and didn't want to speak to me. So I was hurt and upset by this, but I tried my best to lean on other people that I felt comfortable talking to. And at this time, to make matters a little bit more difficult, things with my family were difficult and they were, there was tension. So I avoided them and I avoided having this conversation because I didn't feel like it would be any help. Um, I decided to go back to therapy as soon as possible and I found a good support system. Having people that you can talk to about anything, especially the hard things, is really essential. And it it changed the course of my life. If I hadn't had some of the people that I talked to and who supported me, I, I honestly don't know how I would have survived all of this. So I started to feel somewhat better, but deep down I knew that I could I could do more to feel even better. I decided to have a talk with my mom and I told her about how I'd been feeling told her about what happened and how I almost tried to take my life. Getting that close to it was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And it was hard to make sense of it all. But it also allowed me to find hope that I could only get better from there. 
after telling my mom, we honestly had one of the best talks, and I think it helped our relationship um, a lot after that. So it's awful that something bad needs to happen for you to wake up and see the light or to have people around you finally try to understand you and listen to you and support you. But I was just thankful that it was finally happening because it had gotten to the point where I never thought I'd have a good relationship with my family again. They had been more supportive than ever in this time, which I was incredibly thankful for. But at this time, the closest relationship I had in my life was coming to an end which brought me, brought me to a new low. So although I had been making progress, taking baby steps to get better, I wasn't taking my mental illness as seriously as I should have, I guess. And at this point, I was almost certain I had bipolar disorder. But because I knew it wasn't just depression and anxiety, it had to be more. So because my meds hadn't changed and I didn't have a proper diagnosis, my recovery or my attempt at recovery wasn't perfect. So after that awful day, my relationship had sort of been on the fence because there was a fear that the same sort of thing would happen again. And a few weeks later, a similar thing happened, except I wasn't suicidal. I was feeling anxiety about my whole life and the underlying depression was was there as it always is. There was a fight um, that occurred over something that I barely remember, but it led me to have a full-blown emotional breakdown slash panic attack, whatever you want to call it. And not only was I emotional and having difficulty breathing, but I was also angry and screaming, impulsively acting out of rage, losing control um, of my temper, no self-control. It it was a disaster and I regretted it. And it was awful. But I knew at that point it wasn't entirely my fault. I felt like something got into me that I could not control. I could not control myself and my emotions in that moment. And future consequences did not matter to me at that time. So I knew there was more to it. I knew there was, I knew it was a mental illness and I lost control. I was right, but it was too late. So he broke up with me and he said he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't deal with mental illness, couldn't give me the support I needed and was scared I'd never get better and that he'd have to deal with me being angry, depressed, anxious, suicidal all his life. And, and I don't fully blame him. That would be awful. But I also kind of, at the time, I couldn't help but think, but what about me? Is it fair I have to deal with this forever, alone? So this was the hardest thing of my life at the time. But looking back, it's exactly what I needed. And it enabled me to get so much support and treatment and has allowed me to recover and seek healing. It was a hard pill to swallow, as all breakups are. And when you add the part about dealing with a mental illness, it makes it even harder. But in the end, I'm thankful for the relationship. I have no hard feelings. Relationships are hard, especially with a mental illness, and breakups even harder. But moving forward was what I needed to do. Plus, at the end of the day, the relationship with yourself is the most important. And I had neglected that one for years. So the night right after it happened, I wasn't in a good place. I knew I needed help. I needed to take my mental health seriously and get to the bottom of it. So I always thought I could do it on my own and that I'd just get better one day magically. But that day never came. So I decided to go to CAMH, which is the Center for Addiction and Mental Health in Toronto. My parents drove me to the emergency department there. Spent the entire car ride crying. Once I got there, I cried even more. I felt like I was truly at the lowest point I'd ever been. And I'm pretty sure I was. I was like, I was just crying. And I remember I was like, I was literally, I'm like, I'm literally in a mental hospital right now. Like, could my life be any worse? And I just kept 
thinking that to myself and it would make me feel worse and worse. So I spoke to nurses and several doctors and when I say spoke, I meant I tried to talk and make at least a little bit of sense, but I was sobbing uncontrollably. Finally, I saw the psychiatrist. I told him everything. What had just happened, how I tried to kill myself a few weeks prior, and a bit about my history. He said he thinks it's bipolar disorder. Finally, I thought. Honestly, like, the first thought that came to my head was finally. Which, you wouldn't expect that. So, I knew it all along, and it made sense to me. And after a few referrals and appointments with a bunch of doctors and therapists and counselors and all that, I finally had my assessment with a psychiatrist. So it was a one-hour session, just interviewed about your life. You realize kind of how messed up you are. Um, I'm just kidding. So I actually liked my psychiatrist a lot. And I was making jokes, and some of them she actually laughed at. But in the end, it was official, bipolar disorder. And the day I was officially diagnosed with bipolar disorder was one of the best days of my life. I felt a sense of relief. It was a reminder that I was right all along and it validated everything I ever thought about my mind. I was prescribed a mood stabilizer, lithium, to take with my antidepressant. Antidepressant. Um, Of course, I asked her how long it would take for me to feel better. At this point, I was feeling really low. And she said a few weeks. Thank God she ended up being right. And honestly, going on this medication was the best thing I've ever done. Taking medication for mental illness isn't a one-size-fits-all solution, and it's not a one-and-done solution either. But it really did help. And with bipolar, the medication helps a lot because bipolar is very biological in nature, and it's well-known, and lithium, the medication, has been around for a long time, and it's when it works, it's really effective. So medication is kind of the best option but honestly recovery is so much more than just popping a pill every morning or three times a day Mm -hmm.